Welcome to Well That Was Weird, the podcast where two metalheads answer the internet's weirdest questions, share stories, and give their opinions on things no one cares about. My name is Isaiah, and I will be soon taking the Papa John's Pizza Challenge. And I'm Chance, and I say yes way to Rosé. <laughs> I forgot you were going to do that. Chance yeah. is a new a fan of Rosé. Yeah, I was drinking a bottle of Rosé on Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> <laughs> I think you were the only one. I was the only rose. one. <laughs> well, no, my wife had a glass. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess. Yes I, way, Rosé. <laughs> That's all the bottle said, too. Yeah. Just black and white text. Yeah, I just saw it, and I was like, hey, that's stupid. I'm going to buy that. And <laughs> Did you enjoy it at least? Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I tried yeah. it. It was a little too uh, acidic for my taste. Give me heartburn. Wow. <laughs> so you know you're getting old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that rosé hurts. <laughs> my tiny hurts. I gave myself heartburn the other night eating too many <laughs> chewy sweet tarts. <laughs> I'm 27 and I'm still a child. <laughs> No, I, I do that stuff every time because every time we go to the candy store, like we go to whatever that place is here, it's sugar or whatever. Is that the one at Town Square? Yeah, like there's one in there, and then I've, there's I've one seen it. I've never gone because I tried not to buy candy, but yeah, we bought a tub of chewy, <laughs> of chewy? chewy sweet tarts the other day because we were at Sam's getting stuff. Oh no, and it was like six dollars, and I'm like, hell yeah, I'm gonna get that. Fuck yeah, um. No, it's just we go to It's Sugar. There's one up in Summerlin that we go to sometimes. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, it's candy like bulk, like by the pound. Yeah, yeah. And they have these like a little sack of candy. Yeah, they're, they're these little, they call them like sour strawberry belts. And they're, they're like, do you remember Sour Punch Straws? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're like those, but in like a flat, like, ribbon oh yeah I lo- the there's like airhead rainbow ones yes too. those are so good <laughs> i always get the sour strawberry ones and then like i'll go eat them and i'm like oh, okay i'm just gonna have one after dinner and then like, a whole bag dude. can i eat the entire bag and then I'm you just fist like, them oh my god <laughs> i'm dying like, you move the wrong way and just acid is coming out of your mouth like a xenomorph <laughs> yeah and i'm like laying there in bed at night and i feel it like leaking out of me and yeah. it's terrible Ugh. uh so, uh, news this week, uh, we actually do have quite a bit of crazy news this week. Yeah. Um, first of all, just uh, congratulations to two of our listeners, uh, Lindsay and Corey. They just got engaged on Thanksgiving. Yeah, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. I, was, uh, I was there when the announcement was made. Yeah. Well, yeah. not there. there. No. <laughs> I was there when your wife received the announcement. Yeah, they, they're from uh, California, so... But yes, congratulations on the engagement. Also, just uh, piggybacking off of that engagement. Um, I may have mentioned it once before, but I just kind of wanted to give full details. I did see a post on Reddit the other day of a guy who made an engagement ring out of his toenail clippings. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard, and I don't know if I want to talk about it. Um, he, he has a video of how he did it. I don't, wanna, I don't know if I want to see that. That's... Um, f- <laughs> Uh, basically, he uh, just he just had a big bowl of them. <laughs> that's, that's gross. And he, <laughs> they're all his, right? Yeah. <laughs> he just, Did his wife know he was going to do this? I don't know. He he used like it's similar to like <laughs> when you melt metal down. I'm assuming that he like dipped it in like some sort of like epoxy or well he 
he like he put them under a high heat until they turned black and turned like a liquid and then he poured it into a ring mold it's like it the ring is black but then yeah he gave, he gave it to her um I can't imagine the smell <laughs> I, I don't know Either way, I just saw that the other day, and I watched the whole video. Guaranteed, and, if you have the cleanest feet in the world, they're still gross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, congratulations to them, and sorry I had to spoil that with <laughs> with the toenail engagement ring. God. Uh, so, I yeah. Hope your, I hope your engagement ring is very nice and not made of toenails. <laughs> I've never met either one of you, but I have high hopes that you're both normal individuals. <laughs> Oh, can you just, uh, yeah, can you imagine, like, meeting somebody, you go shake their hand, they're like, funny story, like, hey, my ring. Like, ring. Yeah. <laughs> it's made out of my husband's toenails. Uh, then you end that conversation, <laughs> bid that person a good day, and never speak with them again. <laughs> so, nope, I'm out. Yeah, may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, congratulations to them. Um this week, uh, the beer we're drinking is. We actually had to look up how to pronounce this. Yeah, uh, my, Deschutes. Uh, yeah, I call it Discutes Double Ale. <laughs> Deschutes Jubile Ale. It says it's a festive winter ale. <laughs> I like it. It's. Uh, we were talking about this before the episode. I'm not much of an ale guy. Uh, I really like dark beer, but I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm warming up to it, you know. It's not bad. Yeah, I like it. I still can't do IPAs. No. No, they're gross. Um, it's just too skunky, and it like it just makes my jaw clench. I don't know. I kind of gotten used to them. I had a bunch of them over the summer, and just because I just figured, well, I'm gonna just quit being such a fucking baby about it, and I'm just yeah. gonna try a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, I'll try anything, but I don't know. I just I can't bring myself to like it, you know. Yeah, I get that. But this one's good. I like it. It's a nice little refreshing ale. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so in the news this week, uh, there's been a little bit... Oh, there's been a lot of crazy shit happen this week, yeah. actually. I have more uh, more new stuff than I do, like, internet. Yeah, it's been kind of a uh, crazy Reddit week. Stuff. Um, so going off of all the recent crazy shit that's been going on at Popeye's, of course, if, if our listeners are there, you know... If if you've been following along and everything, and been following along the story of Pop Popeyes, you know that Popeyes and Chick Fil A are like in direct competition with each other over their chicken sandwiches. Yeah, and I think they're now in competition for the craziest restaurant to uh, have any sort of association like <laughs> with violence. <laughs> well, we had the what, the shooting and the fight at White Castle too. White yeah. Castle is kind of the underdog right now. They've only had one incident that I know of. Oh yeah, and it was all those judges, right? Yeah, the judges. That's they came hot. Though. Yeah, they, they came, came out hot. hot. <laughs> <laughs> White Castle, well, you got to step it up with your incidents, but I like where you're going with it. So keep it up <laughs> <laughs> with the federal judges. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're bringing the government into it. All right. So what what happened at Chick Fil A? So this is from uh, a website. Uh, LAeater.com. Okay. Um, so this is LA Restaurant News. All right. Um, and I saw someone share this on Facebook um, because uh, this person lives in LA. Okay. And they were like, yo, like, saw this happen. Like, this is insane. Uh, alleged machete attack at Chick fil A on Sunset closes major portion of Hollywood. Oh, God damn. Yeah. This is a, an officer involved altercation and shooting has shut down Sunset. This was on November 25th. 
2019. Uh, this is by uh, Farley Elliott. Thank you for having an easy name. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's one. That's one we've had. Yeah, one. Um, so this says, a heavy police presence has descended on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood today after a person potentially attacked at least one customer at the Chick-fil-A there with a machete, <laughs> including shit. one police officer. We, we saw the video... Uh, and it cuts off right before they just unload into this guy, I think. Oh, shit. Um, but in the video, it was like a guy running down the street with a machete. A cop was chasing him. Yeah. Then the guy turned and ran at that cop. And he's like, don't do it. Don't do it. And then he started firing. I think he missed, but he fired a lot. Yeah. Uh, and then he tripped. And that guy was about to come down on him with a machete. Holy um, shit. Yeah. But then there was like two or three more cops that stepped into frame. And the video ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. While information is still coming together, KNX 1070 radio reporter Emily Valdez says that the witnesses on the scene report a man carjacking someone in the line at Chick-fil-A using a machete. The suspect, per Valdez, then crashed into a police car on Sunset Boulevard and attacked at least one officer before being shot. The details are still coming together with multiple news outlets sending reporters to the scene. LAPD Hollywood Division confirmed an officer-involved altercation. Live news reports from Fox 11 showed a bloody crime scene in the middle middle of Sunset Boulevard, right in front of the Catalina Jazz Club. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Other Twitter users uh, offered conflicting information, including reports of multiple victims. CBS Los Angeles reports that one of the officers involved has been transported to the hospital with non-threatening injuries. Non-life-threatening injuries. Sorry. Uh, police have cor- uh, cordoned off the area from Chick-fil-A at sunset and Highland a few blocks to the east and say the area will be closed for several hours. Shit. That's pretty... Yeah, man. L.A.'s full of crazies, though. Uh, I I haven't really ever been to L.A., so... I've been to Hollywood once, and it was at night, and it was Ooh. real sketchy. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty sketchy. I did get to see, like, some of the stars, though. Like the Walk of Fame, the little little stars on the ground or whatever. Yeah, I saw like Chris Farley, and oh, that was cool. All right. But it was also at night, and it was real sketchy. <laughs> so yeah, fair I was enough. Like, oh, that's cool. And I kept walking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of Hollywood. <laughs> um, so kind of going off of your story about Chick Fil A, the dude with the machete. Um, if if any of you follow the news out there, you may have heard this story from just I don't know. I guess this was like two days ago. Um. There was like a supposed terrorist attack in London. Yeah. On 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 the London Bridge. There's a dude that was going around like stabbing people. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt, but one of the first comments I saw when I read about this was someone was like, "Oh, it didn't fall down." <laughs> God, what a shit. Yeah, I know. Um so uh this article that, that I'm going to read is from uh Time Time Magazine, time.com by Madeline Carlisle. Uh, from November 30th, so just like a day ago. Um, and it, the title is, Bystanders Subdued the Alleged London Bridge Attacker. One of them was reportedly a Polish immigrant armed only with a narwhal tusk. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me it explains why he yes. had the narwhal. Okay, all right. Yeah, he wasn't just carrying around with him. He you- went and got it for this purpose. Like it was in his car? <laughs> no, he walked into a business took it off their wall, and charged this dude with it. What a badass. Yeah. When it's like, what's around that I can use as a weapon? A narwhal tusk. <laughs> okay, so here's the here's the article. It says, on Friday, two people were killed in a stabbing on London Bridge in central London, which police have labeled a terror incident. Three others remain in the hospital. The alleged attacker, attacker 
was shot by the police and died. But more lives might have been lost if not for bystanders who jumped in and subdued the attacker before the police arrived, tackling him to the ground. One of this, those men was reportedly armed with nothing but a narwhal tusk, and another was armed with just a fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> what an outrageous fight to see. I just picture that Benny Hill song playing the entire thing. <laughs> As they're running around, there's a dude with a narwhal tusk, like, charging like a spear. Scooby-dooing in and out of hallways. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to make light of the two people who were stabbed to death. No, no, yeah, but, but this had to have been a sight to see. Like, this, this sounds like a joke. Yeah. Like, uh, a man with a knife, a fire extinguisher, and a narwhal <laughs> tusk walks into a bar. And, you know, narwhal tusks, they're not, like, short. They're No, like, they, they're... Undersea weapons. <laughs> like, well, they're like, what are they, like six feet long? That's like a spear. <laughs> I'm going to Google it. Just keep you want to see how you want to see how big a narwhal yeah, tusk is? Okay. Reading. So it says, according to media reports, one of the men who sprang into action to stop the attack was a Polish immigrant named, um, I'm going to butcher this because it's Polish, but it looks like Lucas, but it's like L-U-C-K-A-S-Z. Um, there's a guy. Oh, wait, hold up. There's a guy in my work named that because oh, okay. we part yeah. of our um, uh, QA department. They're actually in Poland. Oh, uh, I, fuck! I can't remember how to actually pronounce his name. It's not Lucas, though. Sure. Well, yeah, either way, yeah. he he grabbed a narwhal tusk off the wall of Fishmonger's Hall. Look at that motherfucker! <laughs> <God>. <laughs> that is massive. So I'm saying it's like a spear. <laughs> And this dude just went and picked it up and charged the other dude that was carrying a knife. I don't know. If I was the dude with the knife, I'd probably drop it if somebody came running at me with a goddamn spear. I would have gave up. Because at that point, it's about reach. You've just got this little knife. It's like a halberd. Eight-foot halberd running at you. Uh, So it says he, he, he grabbed it off the wall of Fishmonger's Hall and ran at the alleged terrorist. And he, apparently he works at Fishmonger's Hall. That's where he... Oh, the uh, Polish guy? Yeah, the Polish okay. guy. Um, it says, according to The Guardian, another member of the public who confronted the alleged attacker was armed with just a fire extinguisher. Yeah. Um, police confirmed on Saturday that the attacker, uh, he had been convicted in 2012 for terrorism offenses and been released from prison in 2018. Um on a press conference Friday night, police commissioner thanked the members of the public who helped stop the attacker, either by tackling him or by following the police's instructions. So, yeah, I think you owe this dude a, uh, a medal. And, and here's, here's the crazy thing, is the the terrorist guy that was running around stabbing people, Yeah, he was also wearing a suicide vest like with bombs and shit on it. And and our and our friend Lucas or however you say his name here, still decided to grab a narwhal tusk like, and like charge the dude. It was out in the open. You could see that he yeah had a he was suicide wearing vest. a suicide vest. He was like, "Fuck this guy." Yeah, it was like <laughs> hell how, yeah. How pissed you got to be to go like charge somebody with a narwhal tusk? Here's a tweet from uh, uh, Twitter user Amy Coop it says a guy was with us. At Fishmonger's Hall, took a five-foot narwhal <laughs> tusk from the wall and went out to confront the attacker. You can see him standing over the man with what looks like a white pole in the video. I we were trying to help victims inside, but that man's a hero. Hashtag London Bridge. <laughs> yeah, look at it. 
Look at that. Look at the picture. That's that fucking Bruh. narwhal tusk. What a badass. Yeah, seriously. Um, yeah. They, they already they've earned recognition from Queen Elizabeth. Well, I mean, charged. Yeah, they better be knighted for that shit. I mean, charged a dude wearing a suicide vest, also that was holding a knife, and he did it with a narwhal tusk. And then the other dude came at him with a fire extinguisher. I mean, I guess it That's, just goes to show you—you you don't necessarily need uh, some deadly weapons to take somebody down. Just yeah, a fire extinguisher yeah. and a spear. <laughs> God, man. Yeah, crazy. Um, so what? What? What did you just pull up? So what? Oh, <laughs> so I'm flipping between. Um, so if you were paying attention to the intro uh, when I said I'm going to take the Papa John's pizza challenge. <laughs> Uh, that is in reference to a recent interview that uh, Papa John himself <laughs> uh, gave. Um, this is from CNN Business. Uh, Alan Kim wrote this article. This is November 27th. Uh, Papa John's founder, and I don't know how to, John Schnatter. 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 <laughs> John Schnatter uh, ate 40 pizzas in 30 days and says, it's gotten worse. <laughs> Uh, and if you're familiar with Papa John, uh, he's no longer the CEO of Papa John's. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know why. I'm him being him like out. sad, like sitting in a trailer, like. <laughs> I used to run this company. <laughs> he's like fucking job of the hut. <laughs> he's on North John. <laughs> Just eating pizza. <laughs> Bring the Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off cheaper ingredients, worse pizza. <laughs> Killing it already. Papa John's founder and former CEO John Schnatter gave his f- that's such a bad name. Gave his first major interview since being ousted from the company, and it's safe to say he's not happy with the way things went down. Oh, okay. Schnatter, fifty-eight, gave the wide-ranging interview with Kentucky TV station WDRB where he criticized the pizza chain for everything from the quality of the pizza to its upper management. Quote, I've had over 40 pizzas in the last 30 days, and it's not the same pizza. <laughs> Schnatter said of the company. <laughs> it's not the same product. It just doesn't taste as good. The way they're making the pizza is just not fundamental to what makes a Papa John's pizza. <laughs> Schnatter said in the interview that he was set up calling the controversy that led to his resignation a farce. <laughs> I never dreamed that people that I cared about, that I loved, that I made multi-millionaires would do what they did. I just didn't know it would happen from people on the inside doing this. I thought it would come from the outside, Schneider said. He believes that the company board of directors, quote, used the black community and race as a way to steal the company. I don't even know what happened. What? So, okay, so now he's being, like, super racist or what? Well, I mean, he kind of always was kind of a douche about So there's, that. there's like a... Um, there's like a middle thing. I just want to skip ahead. Uh, the backlash that led to Schneider leaving the company began when he blamed declining sales on the NFL's handling of player protests during an analyst call. <laughs> Excuse me, an analyst call in late 2017. Okay. Papa John's was the official pizza sponsor of the NFL at the time. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Sure. A white supremacist website named Papa John's, the official pizza of the alt right, <laughs> a day later. <laughs> What? So he is now the they're the official pizza 
of the KKK and the People's Aryan Army. But, I mean, granted, he didn't approve that. (laughs) (laughs) They were just like, I guess the clan was like, all right, Papa John's is the official pizza. (laughs) Couldn't pick, like, like Tostinos or something. Come on, Little Caesars. No, they're like no, that don't name. Don't take those away from us. <laughs> no, they're like that name sounds too foreign. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah. <coughs> don't take away those cheap five dollar pizzas. This is a white supremacist uh, website named ah. Papa John's, the official pizza of the alt right. Like <laughs> a day later, months after that, Schneider was heard using a racial slur in audio from an internal diversity training meeting. <laughs> he used a racial slur during a diversity training. Who does that? It was taped in secret and leaked to Forbes. He's such a wreck. Schneider stepped down as CEO shortly after that audio leaked. Okay. Um. So in this, I kind (laughs) of want to see the interview. Like, is it going to play? Because he looks visibly sweaty. Yeah, he's like sweaty and maybe fat. It's, maybe and... it's the lights. I'm going to say it's the lights because mm. interview lights, they're pretty bright. But it just doesn't help that he's like real sweaty and then t- saying he ate 40 pizzas in 30 days. And also, it, it didn't talk about it in this article, but I read somewhere else. He's doing this. He's ordering Papa John's pizza and having it delivered to his house. And he's eating these pizzas to prove that, like, they suck, basically. Yeah, he's like, yeah. this isn't the same quality that I made, you know? Like he actually made any fucking pizza. Yeah. He's so full of shit. What is he doing? We're watching the interview now. I don't yeah. know if you can hear it, but... I don't I'm just trying to find... Get with it. No, they're just going to... Okay, never mind. That's Damn it. Anyway... Yeah, so he ate 40 pizzas in 30 days. Holy crap. Okay. So. <laughs> it's insane. I don't, it, it's just funny to me that I'm wondering if the delivery driver is like, <laughs> oh, God, here he get, he's ordering again. <laughs> well, they're that like, means 40 like, just, pizzas. <laughs> like, just slip him some Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> 40 pizzas in 30 days. At one point, he was eating two pizzas a day. Yeah. Like, uh, some of those days to make up for that extra 10 pizzas. Right. And this is a full pizza. So, like, on a normal time that you eat pizza and you order delivery, you probably get two, depending on how many people are eating. Yeah. You want to get, like, two different kinds or... Yeah, I always order two. people, maybe two or three or whatever. Ah. And then you're eating on that for probably two or three days. Yeah, I usually order two pizzas, and that feeds us for that meal plus one more. Yeah, so... He, this man, who knows? I'm imagining that he's not giving this pizza out. I mean, one pizza a day? I... There is that guy. Well, we can talk about him on a different episode, but there's a guy that's all he eats is pizza. Oh, yeah. He's from like, Seattle, I think. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't eat anything but like cheese pizza. Yeah, I actually found a story the other day. There's a bunch of people in the world that are like that. I actually found a story uh, the other day of, of a kid in Florida who only eats mac and cheese. I watched that video, yeah. Yeah. And it... I think it extends from like childhood abuse, basically. Yeah, and then there's that dude in the UK that only eats. um, He only eats. Well, they call them chips over there. (laughs) Oh, like fries. Fries. That's all he eats. Just French fries. Yeah, that's it. Dude, how? Because the guys I've seen, like the one guy that only eats mac and cheese, like he's not like 
super overweight. Huh? He's like a normal average looking dude. You yeah. Know? And the guy that eats pizza, he's actually like skinny. He's diabetic. <laughs> oh, good lord. <laughs> but he's not like hella fat. <laughs> so Holy shit. Like, I don't know. All right. Yeah, we might have to get into talking about these weirdos later. Yeah. So the uh, the last uh, article I've got for you is, uh, this is from Weird News from Huffington Post. Uh, this is from the 21st of November <laughs> this year. Okay. <laughs> says, an Arizona man narrowly avoids shooting, quote, a taco saved my life. <laughs> Did he have it like in his breast pocket and it stopped a bullet? Well... <laughs> it's it's not even that cool. <laughs> Ryan Bishop said he avoided injury or worse because his usually open car window was closed. Quote, I didn't want pizza, pieces of the taco flying around. What? <laughs> so he's driving, eating a taco. So, okay, he had to have his windows up because he was afraid pieces of the taco would be flying around with the, yep. with the wind blowing yep. and stuff. Okay. So he says, tacos, is there anything you can't do? Yeah. Uh-huh. That marvel of Mexican food has at least one true believer, Tucson, Arizona resident Ryan Bishop. He credits a taco as the reason he narrowly avoided being struck by a bullet. Holy shit. Bishop was approaching the uh, Pima Pima County Fairgrounds entrance (laughs) in his car early Sunday afternoon when suddenly the window on the driver's side shattered, according to Tucson Station Cold TV. I had a very... had a very loud explosion happen in my window, Bishop told the station. He said that at first he thought a rock broke it and decided to pull over and inspect. Bad idea. I opened the door, took a look around, and then I heard pop, 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 pop. Oh, shit. He said, so I got my car and continued driving. <laughs> they were bad shots, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know who tried to shoot him. He pulled over, eventually called the police, who soon arrived. They discovered a bullet sitting on his dashboard, and that's when Bishop focused on the taco he had been eating. <laughs> <laughs> the shots rang out. Bishop told Cold he normally drops with his car window down with his arm on the window ledge, the same spot where the bullet hit his car. He told him he normally, uh, I already read that. I'm pretty sure eating a taco saved my life or at least stopped my arm from getting blown apart. I had the window closed because I didn't want pieces of the taco flying around. <laughs> the Tucson Police Department is investigating the shooting as criminal damage slash malicious mischief. HuffPost reached out to Bishop, who did not immediately respond, although the merits of tacos have been praised by poets, <laughs> PBS hosts, and Yelpers trying to make it as food bloggers. The takeout uh, noted that Taco Bell sauce also can come in handy. Oh, in shit. March, an Oregon man and his dog survived five days stuck in the snow by living off of Taco Bell sauce. Oh, shit. Also in March, a Florida man's need for more hot sauce saved his life when a car crashed into a Taco Bell outlet right where he had just been sitting. <laughs> Okay. All right. So Taco Bell. So we've got people dying at Popeye's and Chick-fil-A and Taco Bell's out there saving lives. Hell yeah. Yeah. So Taco Bell's where you need to be spending your money. Um, So I kind of wish I had the, uh, I wish I had the theme song from Unsolved Mysteries to play just because I want to get into a conspiracy theory and I think it would be really great. If I had that, like, <laughs> pretty sure it's copyrighted and maybe get in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wish I had that, or I wish I had like a sound like. Dun, dun, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> Wait, is it copyrighted if I just do it with my mouth? I don't think so. <laughs> so uh, there's a guy named Sean Locke, and I guess he went on a show on BBC. 
and he kind of came up with this idea on why he thinks that NASA uh, killed Michael Jackson. I'm really curious. Oh, do you have conspiracy theory music? What? <laughs> uh, so he, he kind of explains it. Yes. So he kind of explains it. says, I'll tell you one thing. I think NASA killed Michael Jackson. He died the same week as the anniversary of the initial moon landing of the first moonwalk. They resent the fact that at any time anyone puts moonwalk into Google or anything, it comes up with him sliding backwards with a hat on. <laughs> and not the billions they spent on an actual moonwalk. They hated that and they killed him. <laughs> Years after he did it? <laughs> I like where he's going with it, but I don't believe it. No. No. If anything, it was probably the kids that he touched. Their parents <laughs> probably hunted him down and performed some Freddy Krueger-style justice. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I just... I do like where he's going with that. Um, I just thought it was kind of interesting that this dude even had to bring something like that up. I mean... Like on TV, too, didn't he? Like yeah, he was, was on During TV. an interview? Yeah, um, yeah. so I don't know if it was kind of a joke or whatever, but I thought it was an interesting food for thought that NASA may have killed Michael Jackson. So um, you had talked about a, a TIFU that you read. It's a Thanksgiving-related yeah, yeah. one. Um, so we're going we're gonna to do a little bit of Reddit stuff here that we found. <laughs> So, um, I was having a tough time finding stuff through this week. There wasn't a whole lot going on, and ah. I was kind of pressed for time anyway. But uh, this is a TIFU by user A underscore H underscore 97. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, this is TIFU by aspirating a caramel and ruining Thanksgiving. <laughs> So it says, uh, today I fucked up by ruining Thanksgiving for 25 people. This oh, happened shit. three years ago. Okay. But I think it deserves to grace this thread because every holiday I never hear the end of it. My family always has a ton of people over for Thanksgiving. We sit around a huge table and eat, and the younger folks retire upstairs to play raunchy card games and get drunk. Oh, okay. This Pretty particular typical. year, I was a freshman in college, and the sangria was flowing, <laughs> and we all went upstairs to play What Do You Meme? Ah, yeah. Uh, partway through our fun, my mom brought up a box of uh, caramels or caramels, depending on your location or how you want to say it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and I couldn't resist. My sister was reading a card right as I took a bite, and I inhaled to laugh and instantly sucked the caramel into my lung. <laughs> oh, shit. Immediately, I know things are not well. <laughs> I cannot take a breath, and when I try, a sharp whistle occurs in my chest. <laughs> Because God. I was the youngest of the group, I instantly felt the need to shout, quote, this is not because I'm drunk, and proceeded to projectile vomit on the table into everyone's drinks, onto everyone's cards, dark, red, chunky sangria. God. But the fun doesn't stop there. Between every wheezing breath, my body betrays me, and my Thanksgiving meal is puddled in my lap. Probably because that was not completely true. I used every ounce of air I could 
I could gather to repeat, it's not because I'm drunk at every opportunity. <laughs> I'm sobbing, can't breathe, and certainly can't stop. <laughs> An EMT friend calls 911 immediately, and my sister runs to my room to get me a change of clothes. Because I was, in fact, kind of drunk and also unable to get up and excuse myself, I proceeded to take my vomit-filled skirt and top off right there in the living room to change into my clothes. Holy shit. There's no vulnerability quite like public sporting a th- public sporting a thong in front of your 25 closest family friends while uncontrollably puking. Finally, the paramedics come and whisk me away to the hospital for six ER hours and $51,000 worth of medical charges. God damn. All for a damn caramel. <laughs> TLDR aspirated a caramel into my lung at a large family Thanksgiving and could not stop puking on our guests and table before the paramedics arrived. Holy shit. All right. Oh, well, I hope your Thanksgiving was better than that girl's. It says, top comment, so does that mean your sister won that round of what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Um, all right. So I uh, kind of in, in the same little kind of group there, um, I found a TIFU the other day. This was, I guess, three days Yeah, on Thanksgiving. It says, uh, today I fucked up by waking up my sleeping family screaming, there's something in my pants until my sister found the something. This sounds terrible already to start with. (laughs) So um, this is by user Smilet, S-M-I-O-L-E-T. Smilet? Smilet. Like Smolet. So it says, tonight I fucked up. I was outside smoking a cigarette in my pajamas. Everyone else was asleep. It's a bit rainy and chilly, if that matters. Anyway, I felt something like a lump in my slipper. I took it off, shook it, nothing came out. Then I felt something very subtle near my ankle. I reached down but couldn't locate it. I tried to ignore it but kept feeling these tiny wiggles. I started panicking, thinking it was a spider. So I began slapping my leg, and at one point... By my knee, I felt a little lump, and that sent me running into the house screaming. I am very afraid of spiders, by the way. Me too. I burst into my sister's room, turned her light on, and removed my pants, all while shouting that something is in my pants. So she woke up screaming and scared at my sudden intrusion. (laughs) The dogs promptly ran into her room as well, confused. I tossed my pants at her. (laughs) (laughs) I just kept shouting, something in my pants, something in my pants. She first said it was nothing. Then at my prompting, she shook my pants. Nothing happened. She told me, it's nothing. See? Good night. I was relieved. I went to grab my pants again to put them on. I had been wearing no underwear under my pants. Not my best decision. (laughs) And my sister started screaming. I look, and clinging into the crotch of the sweatpants was a fucking mouse. Oh, my God. I tossed the pants back at her because I panicked. (laughs) (laughs) We were shouting at each other, both saying, do something. The dogs were barking at all the confusion. Finally, our parents entered the room, and we just shouted at them that there was a mouse. My father was like, okay. (laughs) My mom asked why I wasn't wearing pants. (laughs) And then I started shouting, it's in my pants. All over again. We put the mouse outside. It was very much alive. TLDR, I fucked up because a mouse was in my pants. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, uh, it, uh, it says that she's a woman, so wasn't yeah. wearing any underwear, but was wearing an oversized t-shirt <laughs> that covered my my parts. Only, only the under part of my butt was exposed. 
she had to explain everything. So, yeah, um, yeah, mouse, mouse in the pants. <laughs> that sucked. Trouser mouse. I, trouser mouse. <laughs> trouser snake. Um, I remember once my, we, uh, I think it's the old apartment. Yeah. Uh, there were stink bugs around. Oh, shit. Okay. And my wife started screaming one day and she was like, there's something in my fucking pants. And, uh, Felt something in her pant leg. And just had to throw her pants off. Sure enough, there was a stink bug in her pants. <laughs> God. Uh, I don't think I've ever had that issue. I've never had anything in my pants before. I had a hornet caught in my shirt once. Oh, shit. Yep. Stung me seven times. God damn. Yeah. Uh, hornets are a, assholes, that was though. a couple of Benadryl and a long sleep. Yeah, hornets are assholes, though. For real. Yeah, fuck them. I had to throw my shirt off and my dad went and stomped it. <laughs> I was like, ah, my back. <laughs> God damn. Um you were uh you were saying something about you you had a couple stories from your from your dad. I did, yeah. So uh this has been a wild week. Um if you know me or close to me, I guess at all. Uh last Monday, my dad passed away. Uh, unexpectedly Uh, so we've been dealing with that for the last week and um, I basically like I have my dad to thank for my sense of humor (laughs) 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 because like growing up that's basically where like that's he is where I learned how to be funny you know (laughs) like to laugh at horrible shit (laughs) Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, be kind to everyone and then make a joke where you can, you know? Yeah, sure. Because <laughs> <laughs> growing up, like, I mean, I would I would uh, sit with my dad and, like, he introduced me to, like, horror movies. And I would sit with him on the couch and we would watch, like, Saturday Night Live together. And, uh-huh, yeah, uh, yeah. like, we would watch, like, Chris Farley movies. And my dad would always quote that. Like, I would be sitting in the living room and he would come on with a tiny coat in the living room and start singing <laughs> Fat Guy in a Little Coat, you know? Um but my dad went through a lot of shit in his life and a lot of crazy stuff. And I feel yeah. like maybe it was passed down. That's where I run into all these awkward situations. Yeah. Um, but, you know, over the last week, it's kind of people reaching out and like sharing stories about him and uh, led me to remember a few stories. And I don't <laughs> know if I've ever told you these, um, but and I'll probably share more as I, you know, kind of think about it over the next weeks and stuff. Yeah. Um, one thing too is like my dad didn't want a funeral, so he he wanted to be cremated, and then he went he didn't want us to have a memorial immediately. So I oh, okay. I haven't you know obviously I haven't been here all week. I I didn't fly to Georgia, yeah, um, because he wanted us to wait. And uh, I remember him telling me he's like, yeah, when I die, just wait a little bit. And then his words, yeah, I don't want everybody to be bummed out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, he's like, I don't want everybody to be all bummed out. So. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, but Love one it. one story. Uh, when I was a kid, I was sitting in the living room. I think I was like watching cartoons or something. Yeah, and he comes in the he comes in the living room and he's like, "I was just cleaning the kitchen cabinets and uh, <laughs> found some firecrackers." <laughs> he's like, "You don't go blow them up." <laughs> like, Hell yeah, dude! And uh, I was probably like eight, nine. <laughs> yeah. You know. Uh, awesome. He had, he'd be cleaning the k- kitchen cabinet. I guess he'd stored, uh, you know, like how firecrackers sometimes will come in a roll. 
Yeah. Like they're covered in that red paper. Yeah. So he found them. God knows how long they'd been up there. Uh, yeah. Too long, apparently. So <laughs> <laughs> he tells me, he's like, stand on the porch, you know, like, stand back. And he sits him in the middle of the yard and <laughs> leans down. And my dad was a smoker, so he always had a lighter on him. Yeah. Leans down and lights it. As soon as he lights it, it fucking blows up. Oh, like shit. no like lead or anything <laughs> because he had twisted the things together. <laughs> <laughs> and it blows up. And I hear him. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he immediately yells. He's like, I blew my damn nipple off. <laughs> And I look, and right in his shirt is a perfect hole on his nipple. He thought he blew his fucking nipple off. He took his shirt off, dude, and there's a scorch mark on his nipple. Oh, my gosh. He's like, ah! Like, it was still attached, obviously. But, yeah, he thought he blew his nipple off with a firecracker. Oh, shit. And, uh, Love it. One one time, he... I live in a small town, so like we lived in this neighborhood where we kind of knew everybody. Yeah. Uh, and it was those, you know, like early 2000s, late 90s neighborhoods where like you just do whatever you want, you know, like yeah. you don't really have much to worry about. So he would let me run around the neighborhood, do whatever, you know, play with my friends. But the rule was obviously get home before dark. Sure. You know, if you don't, you're in trouble. And yeah. he, I never got grounded because I never did anything, you know? Yeah. But I came home late one day and. It was oh, dark. Oh, shit. And the porch light was on or whatever. And I get, I get to the door, and my dad is standing in the doorway with a drill. And I was Holy like, what are, you, what are you doing that drill? Right. And my dad was like a, he was a big guy, so he was intimidating, but he's like a big teddy bear, you know, he, he wouldn't do nothing. Yeah. And he had that voice where like, if you fucked up, you knew you fucked up. Yeah, sure. So like, he didn't have to say anything. He would just look at you. And then you were <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I'll just ground myself. You know? like, I'll just like figure, I'm just not going to play video games for a week. You know, whatever. Uh, and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I just kind of lost track of time. And yeah. he just got the serious look. And he was like, I told you, you needed to be home before dark. He's like, you know, that pisses me off. And I was like, uh, like he never said stuff like that. And he was like, oh, God, I could get so mad. And he takes the drill and shoves it into his chest and turns it on. And I just see red. It's like, and like splatters. And I was like, oh. ah! <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> like, like I thought he stabbed himself. And I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then he just starts laughing like a goon. And he's like, gotcha. <laughs> this man made a blood packet and put it under his shirt. <laughs> I was like, are you trying to traumatize me? <laughs> I'm a child. So awesome. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Scared the hell out of me, dude. And I I think I might have told you this before, but uh, he was run over by a hearse. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a lie. That might be one of the most metal things I've ever heard in my life. Uh, yeah. The the joke was that, did they just throw you in the hearse and <laughs> take you to the hospital? <laughs> but he, I think he was 17 or 18, <laughs> and he worked for a funeral home. He worked for the funeral home in Whitesburg, Kentucky. Shit. Uh, and his buddy that he worked with actually owns it now, I think. Um, but he was, so you know on older vehicles how, like, I think it's like, on, especially on old Chryslers, the um, 
tail lights would come out. Like yeah, they would, they would come out like in a cone. Yeah, he was walking through the parking lot, and the I guess the the hearse that was there slipped gear, and he was walking behind it, and it rolled backwards, and it he started pushing him into the wall, and I guess he started like backing up and was like, oh shit, and yeah. it was too close, and it pushed uh, pinned him against the wall. The tail light shattered in his knee, like in the side of his leg, and then rolled over top of him. Holy shit. And damn. If I remember correctly, he said like he started to push it off of him. I guess like adrenaline, you know? Yeah. And then everybody, a bunch of the guys that were working there saw it happen and was like, oh shit. And they all oh, ran damn. over and pushed it. And he was like, oh my God, that's crazy, but I'm fine. Um, and still had like pieces of the, the tail light in his leg. So they called the ambulance. Get him to the hospital. Yeah. And they're like, you know, like, are you in pain or whatever? He's like, no, I feel okay. And they cut his pants. Yeah. Because he, I mean, it was the 60s or 70s when sure. this happened. So he's wearing like tight ass pants, you know? Sure. Um, and apparently, and my grandfather actually worked for the hospital. And he was an x ray technician and was there with him and said he just laid across his chest. <laughs> and he was like, what's going on? And his buddy was standing beside of him and puked in the trash can. It was like, what? And he's like, whoa, wait, wait, hold up. Like, what's going on? And he's like, don't, don't look at your leg right now. And apparently when they cut his pants off, his, the taillight had hit the top. And then as he rolled under, it shot down and basically split his leg in half. Oh, shit. (laughs) So when they cut his pants off, it opened. Oh. Because it was being held together. So he had, he had a scar, like gnarly from like his ankle, like here. God damn. Where it just cut him open to the bone oh, basically shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so they had to sew him up and holy shit yeah oh uh, I man we could have been millionaires you could have sued the company yeah <laughs> no kidding god he's damn. like nah, i would never would have done that you know <laughs> yeah. cool story though yeah, right cool story. uh yeah that's an uh, awesome story yeah that was my dad <laughs> he's uh my dad uh he he didn't ever do anything you know, real, real crazy like that. I didn't spend a lot of time with him because my parents were split up when I was like two or three. Yeah. But, you know, I'd, I'd see him, you know, every now and then. And I just remember one thing specifically about my dad was whenever he was off on the weekends, and that's usually when I'd be like spending time with him was like on a weekend. Um, he, well, for one, he just had no shame whatsoever. Yeah. So he would just walk around naked. Like, <laughs> like, but... So, okay, um, and, and I never quite understood this, but uh, when I was a kid, he, he lived in a double-wide trailer, mm-hmm. and the master bedroom actually had, like, one of those hexagonal tubs in it. Okay, yeah, You know, yeah, those yeah. big, big ones that was, like, two feet deep? It was Bu- like a jacuzzi. Built into the corner, almost? Yeah. Like, it has a step, and then you yeah. get into it? Yeah, 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 yeah. He had one of those, but he wouldn't take a bath in that, <laughs> and he would only take, like, he you know, he would take showers, you know, during the week for work. But on the weekend, he like take a bath. It was one of those that had like the shower next to it and then had the bathtub. Yes. Okay. Yeah, exactly. So it was this nice bathtub, but he wouldn't take a bath in there. He wanted to sit in like a regular tub. So okay. he would go to the other bathroom, which was all the way across the other end of the trailer. Right. And instead of like going there, you know, and like he would always take a beer with him and a cigar, right. you know, cigar and a beer. Just hang out. Yeah. Just sit in the tub. Tub just, time. Yeah, exactly. And uh, dad sounds like Scarface, yeah. <laughs> so, but instead of like just walking there, grabbing the beer on the way, going to the bathroom, 
he would disrobe <laughs> in his bathroom. Just butt-ass naked. Just butt-ass naked. And now, mind you, the master was on this side of the trailer, and that other bathroom was on this side of the trailer, so you had to walk through the entire like dining room, living room, yeah, kitchen. You're hitting all the windows. Yeah, all the windows, everything. Um, so, you know, he'd go there, stop by the fridge, get a beer out, <laughs> grab his cigar, grab the lighter, like walk into the living room. Like I'm yeah. playing video games. I'm over here playing like wrestling video games and I'm just like, move. And he's like naked, you know, and <laughs> just, just, just donking it. Yeah. House. Yeah. Yeah. And he just, he just like, sorry, I'm just grabbing my cigars, you know, yeah. like not cool, man. <laughs> yeah, Not cool. Um, so yeah. And then he would go and sit in the tub for like three hours and just like yeah. drink a few beers and smoke his cigars and all that kind of stuff. And he'd like be like jamming like super loud, like Metallica. Like in, <laughs> in there. Hell yeah. Like he'd be like, listen to the black album, like fucking headbanging in the tub, <laughs> you know. Um, but uh, one time I was staying over there, and this was I think a Saturday morning. It was it was in the morning though. It was early enough that you know we were just eating breakfast, mm-hmm. and yeah, of course he does his thing. He disrobes and he's walking through, you know, just like yeah. naked. Somebody fucking knocks on the door. Oh no! And just. It just happens. It just happened so perfectly because the front door was like leading into the living room. So his master is here and the kitchen was over here. Yeah. So he just happened to be right there. And somebody goes and knocks on the door and he's like, I'll get it. No. (laughs) (laughs) No shame. No shame whatsoever. And if he goes and he he opens up and had the little chain on the door and you can open it up the little like crack or whatever. He opens up and like sideways and kind of like peeks out and. They're like, hey, we're such and such from the church of... Oh, no. They were um, Jehovah's Witnesses. And they're like, we're such Perfect. and such. Can we talk to you about them? Come on in. Yeah. Oh, straight <laughs> Yes. He, he just goes, he goes, he opens up the door and he was like, ah, oh, well, I'm, I'm in the middle of something right now. <laughs> I was about to go take my bath. And he's just standing there, dong out everything. Like he fully opened the door. Fully opened the door. Were they like? <laughs> yeah, it was like these two like older ladies, oh, and no. they were just they immediately just like oh, just had. Like, <laughs> oh no! He just had he had no shame with that kind of stuff. So it, like y'all come on in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He just had no shame with that kind of stuff. That's awesome. Um. Yeah. I. Terrible. That's great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I just figured I'd get into a couple stories here at the end, uh, a couple of Florida man stories before we kind of finish out the week <laughs> Yeah. that I had found since we're talking about, you know, crazy dads and all that kind of stuff. Because uh-huh. <laughs> they're all kind of, they sound like something like a dad would do. Oh, obviously. Yeah. So um, the first one, I've ha- I've actually had this one. I've been saving it for... A couple weeks now. It just hasn't been the right time for it. Um, so this this story was shared actually twelve days ago. Um, the title of the story is three hundred and eighty pound Florida man was hit with additional felony felony charges after the jail personnel discovered a bag of meth. Quote wedged deep within the belly button cavity of the defendant. What? So... How, how big? Um, of, of the meth? How much meth? 
I'm about to find out. It says a bag of meth. Oh, okay. I thought there was like a like a two pound bag. It says November eighteenth, following his arrest for possession of a hypodermic needle containing meth. A 380-pound Florida man was hit with additional felony charges after jail personnel discovered a bag of meth wedged deep within the belly button cavity of the defendant. Police responded late Friday to a suspicious person call placed by employees of a McDonald's in Clearwater, Florida. I have been to Clearwater, and it is a weird place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Martin Skelly, a... Yeah, Police arrested Martin Skelly when a search of the 41-year-old St. Petersburg, St. Petersburg resident turned up the loaded needle. Following Skelly's collar for possession of narcotics and drug paraphernalia, cops asked him, if he, asked him if he was in possession of any other contraband since he could face additional charges if he brought illegal items into the county jail. Uh, Skelly denied having any additional contraband on his person. However, during the intake process at the jail, Skelly was subjected to a thorough body search that resulted in the discovery of a small plastic bag containing 2.7 grams of meth in his belly button. <laughs> uh, he's only yeah. 5'8", but he weighs 380 pounds. Shoo. Like He's as tall as me. Yeah. So he's a big dude. That's a deep belly button. <laughs> I wonder what else he had in there. <laughs> it was like a toy car and like a yo-yo. Like a dead mouse. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it, it it netted him two additional felony charges. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so yeah, so there's that. Um, so I have an, another couple that I came across here. I They're, also feel like Meth Belly Button is a good song title. Meth Belly Button? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. For like a grind song? Yeah, we should do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should just do a, a an online-only grind band for stuff that we talk about on the show. I'm good with that. <laughs> meth Gators, Meth Belly Button. Actually, the name could just be called Meth Gators. Meth Gator? Yeah. yeah. That's a good name we for it. We could use the Florida Gators logo. But just yeah. make it like cracked out and shit. That's a good Give idea. Me some pock marks. I like it. Yeah, eyes all bloodshot and yep. like sunken. It shouldn't be grind. It should be power violence. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> all right, so you heard it here first. Go to bed, We're making a power violence band. <laughs> I just got a new drum set yesterday, so it's on. Oh, God, I'm so stoked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I could not believe this story when I first read it, but it's actually true. <laughs> uh, it just says, Florida man's dog locks him out of the car and does donuts. Oh, hold up. I... <laughs> 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 I think I saw a video the other day of a dog in a park, like in a log car that was just going in circles in a neighborhood. Yep, that that's it? it. Okay. I didn't know that there was, he locked the owner out. I thought it was just yeah. going. So uh, this came from WTOP uh, in Florida. It says, Florida man's dog locks him out of the car and does donuts. This, was, this article was written by Zeke Hartner. It says, most dogs know a few tricks like sit, stay, or roll over, but one Florida dog... I love how we've 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 Florida done Florida dog. man, Florida woman, what if we Florida dog. Florida dog, if that's a thing. 
It says, but one Florida dog may have the rest beat after he locked his owner out of a car and proceeded to drive reverse donuts in a cul-de-sac. <laughs> According to a Facebook post from Port St. Port Lucie? Police, the dog's owner made a wrong turn into the cul-de-sac, then stopped and stepped out of his car while leaving it running with his dog Max inside. Wasting no time to fulfill his need for speed, Max jumped onto the console of the 2003 Mercury Sable (laughs) and hit the shifter into reverse. The car proceeded to slowly circle the cul-de-sac with Max along for the ride. The owner had a spare key fob, but the battery inside was dead. So police instead used the door code to gain access to the car and put an end to Max's joyride. Max was fine after his little stunt, but the car did hit a mailbox and caused some damage. So, yeah. um, I didn't believe it at first, but if you've seen the video, yeah, you'll you'll know. Yeah, if you've seen the video, you'll see it's, it's actually a real thing. I mean, there's actually a car driving around backwards in circles in a cul-de-sac. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> was it my dog Skip? <laughs> Frankie Muniz? Somebody was like, I, I see an Airbud sequel in the works. <laughs> Florida dog. Love it. Um, so the last one here, uh, it, kind of a similar thing, but without the dog. Um, it says, Florida man drunkenly falls asleep while parked in the middle of the road. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I love it. Um, and I feel like that's a common occurrence. Yeah, to fall that asleep. That guy fell asleep in the drive-thru at Hardee's when I worked there. Fell asleep? Mm-hmm. He fell asleep after he, he placed his order. Then he drove around to the window. Before he got to the window, he passed out. And then <laughs> just kind of woke up like 30 seconds later and drove up to the window, paid, and then left without getting his food. <laughs> It was just like muscle memory. He was like, oh, shit, yeah. I, I need like, to do oh. something. He's like, oh, how much? I'm like, seven bucks. And then he just like gives me money and then leaves. <laughs> I think he drove back around and then tried to act like nothing happened. <laughs> I was like, no, nah, you definitely like, you you definitely just passed out. So this story came from NBC2.com. NBC2. Um, it says, a Cape Coral man drunkenly falls asleep while parked in the middle of the road. A Cape Coral man was slumped behind the wheel on the road and too drunk to wake up. Cape Coral police arrested Nicholas Griffin on Sunday after finding his car in the middle of the intersection. <laughs> yeah, uh, flashing lights and beeping car horns could not disrupt the deep sleep that Nicholas Griffin was in. <laughs> Griffin sleeping behind the wheel brought traffic to a standstill on the street. Officers said Griffin was in the middle of the road, his eyes were shut, and he was slumped over behind the wheel. wheel. (laughs) An officer even watched as one driver had to cut through the grass just to get around Griffin's car. Officers tried uh, honking their horns at Griffin as well, and he still didn't wake up. They were unsure if Griffin's car was in park or not, so the officer pulled his vehicle in front of Griffin's car and approached him. The officer could instantly smell alcohol in Griffin's breath inside Griffin's car, the officer spotted an empty bottle of alcohol and an open Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> Dude, he's turning up. <laughs> fucking getting turned in there. Going hard with Mike's. Uh, Griffin would later fail a field sobriety test. Yeah, no shit. Didn't see that coming. NBC2 sat down with Griffin's girlfriend, who oh. didn't want us to use her name. 
She said her boyfriend struggles with alcoholism. She went on to say it is still no excuse for him being drunk behind the wheel. Uh, Griffin is now in jail for DUI charges, and this is his 11th arrest in Lee County and 4th DUI. <laughs> Lee County? Yeah. In Florida? Yep. There's a Lee County in Virginia. It's notorious for just alcoholics and pillheads. So shout out Lee County. <laughs> I think like every state has like a Lee County because we had yeah. a Lee County in New Mexico too that was there's just... A, there's a Lee County and a Martin Luther King Boulevard in every city. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No shit. Yeah, yeah, we had a yeah, we had a Lee County close to us in New Mexico and yeah, it was about the same story. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, about the same story. <laughs> uh yeah, and then of course, yeah, each each little town or city had an MLK, you know, boulevard. Yep. Usually for some reason, I don't know why, maybe it's because those streets are older, but Generally, MLK Boulevard in about every city I've ever been into is like a super sketchy area. It is, yeah. I saw someone had posted a posting a meme that was like when you see mlk boulevard and then it's like the person hitting the, the lock door button <laughs> in their car <laughs> and it's not like we're not trying to be mean but it, it, traditionally like if you really look at your mlk boulevard because you know you have one yeah it's probably in a bad neighborhood yeah because they don't put them in like the city where businesses is the businesses are why. they always put them in like old old neighborhoods yeah um speaking of that it just kind of reminded me um my my mom she still lives you know in in my little hometown mm-hmm. and uh, she's i don't know if she's scared of homeless people <laughs> <laughs> or what but every time she comes to Vegas, she's always like super nervous of you know like the homeless people we have like hanging around the like yeah. stoplights and well, stuff. Well, honestly, I mean like I don't blame her. Did I tell you about the screamer the other day? What? There was a guy who was pumping gas, and this guy <laughs> walking down the street, no shirt. He had it wrapped around his head, <laughs> pushing a cart with a bunch of boxes in it, just screaming at nothing. <laughs> like I'm pumping gas, and I look because I hear him first before yeah. I see him. <laughs> I just hear. I'm like, what in God's name is that? And I look over and he's just like, just like, just screaming at nothing. Full, like full volume. He just kept, I was like, please, God, don't look over and see me. Like, don't make eye contact. (laughs) He just kept going. I still heard him after he got around the corner. Oh, yeah. Cause, and like, also, like, how do you report something like that? Cause he's not really hurting anybody. No, I mean, if he wants to run around pushing his cart screaming. Yeah. Let him be. But also, I guess. you're like that guy probably has mental health issues. Yeah, he might need a little bit of help. Yeah. Um, <laughs> call the cops. I'm like, hey, this guy's screaming. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like one of the last times my mom was in town, uh, it was just me and her in the car, and we were going down to like the Fremont Street area, so yeah. like downtown. Yeah. And <laughs> well, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we we had pulled off. You know, like when you first get off in that downtown area, you kind of come off of the interstate and then you're at one of those first stoplights yep, just yep. right there on like the north end of Las Vegas Boulevard. And we're sitting there and we're waiting at the red light and there's a homeless dude like waiting to cross, you know, mm-hmm. waiting until the little cross thing comes on. And he just starts walking across the road, you know, like in the crosswalk. My mom loses her shit and panics because Wait, he's before walk- he's got the okay to do it. No, he's got the okay. Oh, okay. My mom loses her shit because he's walking in front of the car. She was <laughs> like, "Ah, oh, where, where's the locks?" <laughs> <laughs> 
She's trying to lock the car door. He, he can audibly hear it. Click, yeah. click, click, click. <laughs> She's like panicking, trying to hit every button. The window's like kind of rolling down a little yeah. bit. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, it's all right. He's just, just crossing the road. Yeah. <laughs> like, well. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess she's probably scared of homeless people. I mean, yeah. They're kind of Most scary. of them are cool. Like, yeah, most, most of them are cool. all right. Yeah. There, there's some weirdos, but you can, you can kind of tell them yeah. apart. Most of the time, you can tell before they even talk. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they do talk, it's something gibberish or, like I said, screaming. <laughs> and you're like, I'm going to avoid that guy. When I was on my way from home from work the other day, I drive by, there's like a gas station on a corner on my way home from work. And there was just two people like just fucking fighting in the parking lot. Just were they homeless? No. Oh, like they were must have been customers, and they were just there's these two dudes like squaring up on each other in the parking lot. It was like on, gosh, like Jones and Windmill. What business was it? Uh, he was like an AMPM or something like that. Like (laughs) a gas station. (laughs) Yeah, just a gas station. That that tell you about the people fighting at the Taco Bell on the street? (laughs) No. We were uh, we were passing by, and uh, it was a Taco Bell employee. (laughs) <laughs> and I'm assuming her boyfriend, <laughs> and he he wasn't fighting her. Like he he was trying to back off, and you could tell that he probably did something wrong. Yeah, dude, she was donkey punching the shit out of him. She had him in a headlock and was just like fist back of head. Oh and he my was just god! Putting his hands up and like tr- would push her away. Yeah, and he would be like, "Don't like." You could tell he's like, "Stop!" Like you need to stop. Dude, she was not having it. She was fucking just full swinging. Shit. It was great. Yeah, Vegas can be kind of fucking nuts sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Weird stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually just been watching way too much live PD this past oh, week. Oh, yeah. We, I haven't watched it in a, a little bit, but that's that was kind of our go-to for a while. Yeah, so I was watching, what was it, the best of Nye County? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nye County is like where Pahrump is, so right. it's just outside of Vegas. <laughs> and these <Right>. like... <laughs> This dude... There's nothing out there. Yeah. This dude, like, I think he was... Uh, they got a report that he was, like, suicidal or something in the hotel room, so they go and knock on the door. Does Metro have to go out there? Uh, or does Prump have their own? No, Prump has their own. Oh, okay. So they go and knock on this hotel room door, and all of a sudden they hear the window breaking. And mind <laughs> you, they're on, like, the second or third floor in oh, Prump. No. Dude, go, dude dives He's out the joking. window with his girlfriend. They get in the car... Police actually catch him in the car outside, and they've oh, got him at no. gunpoint. The dude still drives away in the car and then leads him on a 45-minute drive, and he drives all the way into fucking Las Vegas before they catch him. Jesus. Because they spike-stripped his car like a few miles back, and he was riding on the rims and made it all the way like into Las Vegas from Peru wow. <laughs> before his car like fishtailed and stopped. Yeah. And it was just in the middle of this dizzy-ass street, and I was like, damn, why couldn't I have seen that shit? Like, I wanted to be on live PD. That's insane. <laughs> they need to do live PD for Vegas. You remember the the, the Vegas version of Cops? I think so. It was, it was just all on the strip. It was all on the strip. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. They stuff. followed a couple of those like super in shape cops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, that bald guy specifically, remember? Yeah, yeah that bald dude. <laughs> and they were the nicest cops, too. Yeah. Because they were like, mm, you can't be doing that. Let's just. Get you on your way, just, you know. Yeah, wrap it up. And then you have those shitheads that were like, Vegas. And they're like, you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> um, there was a guy that like pissed in the fucking Caesar's Palace fountain. Yeah. yeah. 
He was like, what are you doing? I was like, I'll use the bathroom. <laughs> He's like, you cannot do that. Uh, so kind of before we wrap up here, I found this. Um, do you remember uh, like mood rings? Yeah. And like those things, and they were basically based off of like heat. Just, yeah. They're like, what mood are you in? But really, like, is it 90 degrees outside? Because it's going to be red. <laughs> so, somebody somewhere has made a toilet seat that is made out of the same material. <laughs> it's going to be the same color every time. I feel like. I love it. Because the pictures they advertise with it. Is it just ass cheek? <laughs> you can tell when somebody sat on it because uh, there's just ass cheeks. But apparently they had somebody sit naked on the top of the toilet seat so you could get a good full profile picture. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> the balls. <laughs> so there's uh, the ass cheeks. On this, it's like a mood ring toilet seat. There's the ass cheeks, and then there's just like a, a little space, and then a little circle <laughs> where his balls would have been sitting on the top of the toilet. That is awesome. And then there's an actual one. And honestly, it looks cool. Like the the colors look good. I think we need to try to buy one and I test think, it. Yeah, how much are they? Do we um, know? Thermal toilet seat. Um, let's find out. I feel like the predator. He's <laughs> <laughs> been on my toilet. Yes. Thermal toilet? Thermal toilet seat? Uh, no. I don't want a heated toilet seat. I know the first thing that comes up is winter. No, I want the like, I want this cool one. Where do I buy it? Somebody please give me a link on Reddit. Either way, uh, I will, um, I will update you guys. Uh, next week, if I'm able to find it, <laughs> we'll link you on uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah, we'll do the same thing. Okay, so either way, uh, that's about all the time we've got for today. Uh, you have a fact for me to end uh, with? Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I didn't mark it. Let's just see here. An ordinary TNT bomb involves atomic reaction. And could be called an atomic bomb. What we call an A-bomb involves nuclear reactions and should be called a nuclear bomb. Yeah, that, that kind of did. That kind of did. Yeah. All right. Uh, also, just another weird one I just saw. Only one satellite has been ever destroyed by a meteor, the European Space Agency's Olympus in 1993. Well, goddamn. It just happened to... Uh, collide with a meteor can you imagine putting all the money into that being like you know we're gonna get a lot of good uh, information out of the satellite and then nothing it just gets collided all right well uh that was weird (laughs) well uh thanks for joining us also um we're we can we discussed before this episode doing a website so we might have a website at some point yeah uh if you have ideas for merch that you want to see or you know, like what you want on them, if you want any phrases or anything that we've talked about or pictures or something, yeah, uh, let us know and we'll start putting stuff together soon. If you just want our faces. Yeah, if you just want our faces, you want some uh, some sequin pillows that just reveal our beautiful faces. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we'll work on it. <laughs> if we can put our faces on a banana hammock, I'll be so happy. I'll, I'll do it. <laughs> 
All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.